Hey, what's going on, guys? It's me, William the Opinion Update, with Locked On Clippers, part of the Locked On NBA Network, coming at you five days a week with all the fresh Clippers news. And I'm joined today by Positive Charles Mockler. Hey, what's going on, guys? And a very special guest, Brian Cullen. What's up, everybody? Uh, so today we're going to be breaking down that recap of the win over the Mavs, 114-99. to uh, Really solid performance there. You fun win. Note? It was yeah. a fun win. Fun win. Was that good? Did you say that that was your favorite win of the night, Brian? Or favorite know, win of the season? The season? I, I don't know if it's my favorite win of the season, but it, in a lot of ways, felt like the most cohesive win of the season as a team. I like it. It was a good gel. It definitely was my favorite win of the night. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That's good. <laughs> so we're and after that we're gonna follow it up with a preview of the Clippers versus Grizzlies matchup, and then we have a what you say Wednesday? Yeah, it's been going good. I feel like we get more votes every week. This is an interesting one we got. Yeah, love that you're contributing. So all that and more coming up right about now. So the uh, Clippers took down the Mavs in Dallas. The win streak goes to six. It felt good. Yeah. Yeah. It. Everything felt evenly distributed on the team. I mean, there's, what, five five players in double-digit figures. The assists, everybody got at least one assist, minus Man and Patterson, but yeah, we really they were, those. They were, they were little, so what the, uh, we're getting into what we liked. The team effort. This, Like you said, this was an all-around thing. Front to back, yeah. Kawhi had 28-8-4. Paul George had 26 and six steals. His defense looked a little more... He's coming back. Tight. Yeah, it looked like it was kind of on the upswing on this game. Absolutely. A lot... Not a lot. There were less options to guard than I guess I had thought in the preview. Yeah, the defense looked well-prepared for this one, it seemed like. It, it looked well-prepared, like well-prepared, and this wasn't the offense, I guess, that all season I was expecting to see from the Mavs. Like, I thought there would be more of an onslaught at times. Is that recency bias, though? No, that definitely That is 100% fair. Because like, like, that's the other thing. Fair. I mean, the team defense for us, the Mavs shot 38, 29, and 80 in this game. Yeah. This is just is like... Absur- <laughs> that's awful. I've been absurdly wow. predicting the Clippers to hold almost every team to 100. Yeah. You've been like, right under 100. And this, this was not one of the games that I predicted <laughs> them holding, holding the Mavericks to under 100. Uh, Lou had 21, 6, and 6. Uh, 4, 7 from 3. It, I mean, this felt, this kind of felt like an unstoppable force being an unmovable object situation, just with how hot the Mavs were. Definitely. Uh, we won turnovers 20 to 14. This was, we held Luke at a 22 6 and 8, which we also called that stat line, which is insane. Um, That's impressive. But everything, you had, everything looked solid. What did you think of Patrick Beverly tonight? I mean, I love Pat every night. He gives you that extra. <laughs> I mean, what it would three, two, and four? Like, yeah, that doesn't jump off the stat sheet. You want one of six? Yeah, unstoppable. I mean, no, definitely not unstoppable. Because <laughs> the last guy that was unstoppable on the Clippers, that that is an unfair comparison. But I mean, he's a plus seven on the game. You yeah. shot one of six, and you ended up plus seven. Like, he's a hustle dude. Like, you go to the hustle stats, and you see him pop up everywhere. Uh, there wasn't much to not like in this game. No. No, it, I mean, it was comfortable all the way through. We lost one quarter by a single point, but other than that, like, it was a domination. I mean, we did tie the... Did we tie one of the quarters? I know, but, like, it just felt <laughs> like a very in-control win from front to back, which I felt like uh, we've had a little bit of closer games. Yeah, we've let teams get back in. We've seen, what, the last couple games, 
come out strong, which we weren't doing to start the season with, mm-hmm. coming out strong, and then kind of taking the foot off the gas pedal a little bit, letting teams get a little more competitive, kind of bring them back in, and then we've got to finish them off. That third quarter against the Pels exactly. was kind of like that. We exactly. were just kind of like... Do you think that tying in the third is the equivalent of the bathroom break now? Like, that hopefully that's as bad as it gets, as, like, yeah. we tie in the third that quarter. That would be great. Yeah, I'll <laughs> take it. Uh, one of the, some of the things we did, like, bit of a rough night for Trez, which was a little unexpected. Yeah. 12-7 and seven on 41% shooting. Still plus 19 on the yeah, game. I was going like, to say, he still made a great impact. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, he's still out there giving it his all. Um, as a team total, like, I just love the rebound distribution. We've, like, oh yeah, all the guys that played meaningful minutes, only two players didn't have, everyone was above five rebounds. Yeah, that's a good call. That's great. Definitely. That's what I want to see. And a team that people were talking Lou about. getting six is a nice little that's boost. That's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a good. nice little extra boost. Absolutely. That is like a thing that I feel like people maybe don't realize Lou does sometimes. Yeah. We're like, oh, five, six rebounds for Lou's kind of, kind we of out, like We out-rebounded Dallas by nearly 20%, which is pretty impressive. That's just nice. given like some of the... Not versatility, but some of the size I guess they have in the front court. Yeah, Jermichael had eight boards. Again, not having the best shooting night. Went two of six, but he's all he's routinely making an impact on the boards. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, this team is is full of guys that might hit a slump, but they're not going to give up on the game. Everyone yeah. is able to rise up, mm-hmm. which is like which is yeah. pretty interesting. So what what didn't you guys like about this game? If like what what are the biggest flaws? I mean, we are nitpicking here on this game, but I, I, <laughs> yeah, I, which feels good. Yeah, that's like, great. It's, it's nice gr- that we have to do that. It's a good Amazing. position to be in. The one thing that stands out to me is in a game that we just talked about was pretty well controlled the entire time, and I get it. He spent a lot of time guarding Luca, but five fouls on Patrick Beverly. He's just gotten in a lot of foul trouble this year. We talked about that yeah. on the last pod, and it's like I I hope he's just playing into. The game I, I was speed? Gonna, yeah, like we were talking about a little bit today. Like, is it a situation where he you do get of an age where the window of games that you can play at that utmost lockdown level begins to get a little bit smaller? Uh, and possibly, I think I think the other thing is just I think you kind of hold your position. Uh, I I think that's like something that you get accustomed to playing eighty two games a year. Like, just baseline. That's fair. That's fair. And, I mean, yeah, it might just be excitement over the amount of money he got this summer, and he really wants to... It's, he does I don't work. think the money is a factor for Pat, though, which is a weird thing. No, like, money, money in the to... opposite way that it is. For, like, there's the gotcha. contract year. Like, he's, gotcha. in, he's in the first year... Like, the, he's in the first year contract year where he's like, I want to this, prove that he I'm wants to show he's worth it. Pat, yeah, exactly. Pat, exactly. this is the contract year. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. He's <laughs> he the said, only guy that does that, but... <laughs> he said that at media day. He was like, I want to prove to the city that I deserve this contract. So he's definitely, I think... In that mindset. Uh, another person who had a lot of fouls, Zoo had 5,017 minutes. Woof. And I'm chalking this up because this is a thing that we forget about sometimes when we want Zoo to get more minutes. He does get a lot of, he commits a lot of fouls. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a youth thing. I, I think, think it's also, him. I He's also think it's a, his body. Yeah, I think it's a conditioning thing. And we've talked about this a little bit on the pod too. Like, I do think that some of the minutes limitation on Zoo is due to a conditioning thing that we're not really talking about, but I think that that is part of the factor. Yeah. I I could see that. He's also one of the 
better rim protectors in the league, and if you're going to jump that much, you're going to get fouls. Yeah. That's fair. That's true. That's a good point. Uh, one other thing though. that I didn't like from this was just, like, we... They got to the line more than us. Uh, you know, Paul George got to the line six times. Lou Will, only four. Doncic for them, got to the line 16 times. This is something that... I, I mean, we it's hard. that guy up. It's hard to nitpick uh, in a good win, but it, it's one of those things, like, it's part of our identity, and I think that uh, getting away from it is not good for us. You know what's funny? We talked about J.J. Barea. He went 2 of 3 from 3, so he actually lowered his 3-point percentage because he only went 66%. Uh, he came on and had a nice Clifford Killer night, which was funny to see. Anything else from this game? How are we feeling right now after this game going into Memphis on <laughs> Wednesday? I'm feeling pretty damn good. I mean, I think Brian said it best. Like, we're kind of trying to dig up stuff that we disliked about this. Yeah, I mean... Obviously, it wasn't a close game, not super competitive, but just seeing the team start to click, because, I mean, up until, what, a week ago, there was only one practice with most of the guys healthy? Yeah. yeah. Doc always talks about that. He's so, like, it's one practice. Yeah, He's exactly. like, it's really three quarters of a practice. We're rounding it up. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we're starting to see the end game practice take form. We're starting to see... For the defense especially. Absolutely. It's like... Six, yeah. six steals. Six steals for, for, for Paul yeah. George. He's coming back into his defensive form that he was last year. That he has been the last few years. Yeah. I think I'm feeling fantastic after this one. I Absolutely. think it's very legitimate. We're going to probably get to seven in a row. Great way to start this long road stretch. Beautiful. Uh, so coming up next, we're going to give you a preview of that upcoming game against the Grizzlies. But before that, my bookie is for this week only offering a, a risk-free bet on the Bears-Lions game. Wow. Simply choose a team against the spread for up to $250. If you win, congrats. You've got extra holiday spending money. If you lose, congratulations <laughs> to you as well. My bookie will give you all your money back. It's a no-brainer because you literally cannot lose. It's no risk, all gravy. Nothing better than all gravy. <laughs> Nothing better than all gravy. So guys, I guess at the start of this Memphis matchup, is this a trap game? I don't think so anymore. Yeah, I mean, trap game. But also... Is this a trap game in that you think it's just a guaranteed win? Is that is that what your, is that what your point of. is, Charles? I feel bad, but, like, you look at the stats... And I was I was course, trying to do it. Stats. I was trying to do it for this game <laughs> to find an area where we are deficient in that they happen to do well. Yeah. And a lot of those areas they just don't really exist. Do you concur, Brian? Is there something that we're missing? No, I mean my biggest thing is there's there's several question marks around this game in terms of who will and won't be playing. If availability is the best ability, there is a question. That's, like, the biggest question mark. Right. Yeah. But, no, I mean... Do we think Kawhi plays? No. no. Right? No. Yeah, I guess I'm going to say no. They didn't play very many minutes. That was something that we actually didn't talk about that uh, I liked about the game. Kawhi, 28 minutes. PG, just under 30 minutes. So... So is that enough load management? In your... Like, if you're the team doctor, is that enough load management for you to be like, yeah, sure, play, play the next game? For Paul George, For Paul yeah. George, yeah. Play Paul George, George, yeah. yeah. He's got yeah, new yeah. shoulders. He has yeah. brand new shoulders. But I'm fine with that. He, but Kawhi, actually, yeah. Kawhi, he's I'm, feeling fine. I'm gonna go like, for it. Uh, run out there for five minutes. See how you feel. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm, the, I'm go the worst out, trainer, there, though. Pick up I will a foul, <laughs> come back well, out. Well, Kawhi would also I am the worst trainer. But also, so. if Kawhi, like, really couldn't go, he would be like, I can't, I don't want to play. Right. Yeah. Like, in, like, a polite, assertive, but also totally right, because you're the, the, the guy play. Um, well, that being said, what do we need to do, Will, to make sure that we lock down this win? Uh, just not play to their level. <laughs> They're yeah. giving up an almost league worst buck 18 a game while we're giving up 107. So we have them on the defensive end on the average. They do have a pretty hard strike schedule, actually. They're like fourth in strikes the schedule. Okay. Um, according to basketball records. They played some hard games. They played some tough games. They've lost them, but they've played them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. We did, what? It's Sometimes you have to break yourself down and build yourself up. Hands uh, in the passing lanes? <laughs> Top three in assists per game. Okay. And only turn the ball over 17 times a game. So that's a pretty good assist to turnover ratio for a team that has the third highest assist. Because we talked about that Mavs game because there's so much passing. Right. Definitely. More turnovers happen. That's not a bad that's not a bad ratio for Memphis to have. I mean, yeah. that's yeah, that's efficient, especially for such a young team. Yeah. However, they're also surrendering eight steals a game to the opposition. Right. <laughs> Oof. Which is pretty bad if you're playing the Clippers. So this should be a knockout defensively for the team, even sans Kawhi, right? Yeah, I, I think we're going to, I mean, just what you listed right there, giving up eight steals a game. We just saw what Paul, Paul George, George did with his six. steals. And if we watched tonight's game. We also got to assume that maybe Kawhi, well not assume, lead towards Kawhi being out. Okay. Which does take a big defensive hole away. It does, but that's, that's fine. That's uh, Against this team, that's fine. We kind of almost saw them Damn. run... What I would expect to see tomorrow night, defensively, tonight against the Mavs, where they doubled up on Luka when they needed to. I don't... Jaw maybe gets doubled. I don't really see that happening. But if they Jaw played, plays also, too. Right. But they played zone in the passing lanes. Yeah. Like it, was, it was a double on Luka. That's and then, like double free safety. It's almost like a football defense. Yeah. It's like, you guys, you know, we'll have a spy on the point, but then everyone else, just kind of read what's going on. Yeah, and keep your hands in the passing lanes. And for a team that's got... They lead the, the lead the league in assists. You said top three team. In top assists. three. So they're passing a lot. That's going to open up a lot of opportunities to exploit those passing lanes. Yeah. So what? What's the thing that you think could go wrong? If one thing were to go very awry in the game that everyone is super confident in thus far. I mean, I don't know. Jay Crowder goes nuclear. Uh, <laughs> could Gray, happen. Grayson Allen trips everybody <laughs> on the floor and. Every single person goes on a shooting slump on the Clippers. Like, I really don't... It can happen. Triple we can J play, knocks down, like, six threes. But we can play threes. down to teams' levels. That Absolutely. Was the thing we did last that, year. that could happen. And, and, that's, and, and if we're really getting to it, that's what it is, right? Like, what could happen is we get in our own way in this game. Yeah. Yeah, damn. They're also... They're fourth in pace. Which, if they get off to a hot start or something like that, and John Morant, A, plays, and is really... Having, I guess, the best game of his life. Yeah. In transition, they, we could be cut out, right? All right. So what matchups? <laughs> There's just I felt so bad. Looking I was looking at stats on this game, and it's like, what matchups? Should this we would be, be a brutal loss. This, this, yeah. This would be a brutal loss. I mean, I guess just a key matchup would be the Clippers versus ourselves. Yes. Uh, yeah. Also, Bev versus Ja? Question mark. If John Rant plays. Yeah. If Ja doesn't play. Uh, he's, I mean, he's averaging 19, six and three. He's taking the most field goals a game for the Grizzlies. 
it's uh, they're gonna have a big hole if Jaw doesn't play against us. So if Jaw doesn't play, I just don't really see. Who do you guys want to see guarding Jaron Jackson Jr. for the majority of the time? Just Mo or I would start Mo there. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Like I'd Mo... actually like to see PG to start it. Yeah, interesting. It seems like a good with how well he played against the Mavs. He's just so like so if. It's so a then do you put Mo on Jay Crowder? Uh, and we're still assuming Kawhi's not playing? Yeah. Yeah. Then yeah, like, I mean... Yeah. I would rather see PG on Jay Crowder than yes. then you put Mo on. Yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. It'd be a, it'd be a nice confidence boost for Paul George, I think, to get Can, that assignment if Kawhi was playing on Triple J. Does he need a confidence boost? I think a great upswing if you're coming back trying to get your defensive trying to get the you. Got I think you. It, what's yeah. wrong with that? Yeah. Just Take play on. defensive reps on him all game. Yeah. That's fair. What's wrong with throwing someone to softball? Uh any <laughs> other key matchups in this one? Uh Wings versus Wings. Okay. Uh I'm just not sure who can contain Paul like on the offensive end, because we've talked a lot about the defensive end. Yeah. Who's containing our Paul George? I would imagine they put Jake Crowder on him. And I feel like... But he can exploit that easily. Yeah, like yeah. that's the thing is... We could see a big Paul George game on this one. Which would be great to see. And Again. We've seen, it's crazy. we've seen the Paul George Clippers without Kawhi. And it's fun, man. It's fast. They're fun to watch. Yeah, they're really... His, his whole, the, uh, what is it, Showtime's in the 213. It stands <laughs> yeah. true when he's out there. When he's bowling, the classic yeah. Showtime activity of bowling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Zoo and Trez was shoot us. How many minutes do we want, do we think Zoo gets in this game? I have it at 17. I mean, that's about his, his average for yeah. the season so far. I mean, I'll take the over. He could Ooh. see a whopping 20 minutes in this bad boy. I'd like to see him over 20 in this game. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about... Kawhi not playing, pretty confident about winning this game. I mean, at some point, we got to start to talk about, at least in minutes-wise, resting guys like Montrez Harrell and Lou Williams. Lou Williams led the team in minutes tonight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Montrez, Montrez Harrell, we've seen stretches with Montrez Harrell come in halfway through the third and play Just to play the, the end rest of the, of the game. game. Yeah. And like, <laughs> at, at a certain point, are we worried about load managing the wrong guys? You know what I mean? No, like, not the wrong guys. Not the, but I think not the wrong guys, but I'm guys. saying like if one of these two guys, if something, whatever, I just don't know how this team would recover in the same way. We've talked about, we actually talked about this the other night. The biggest, like, the hardest thing to deal with in terms of someone who couldn't be able to play would be Trez. Yeah, losing Trez would be devastating. It just, it just makes the lineups and rotations so weird. Like, it would be such a hard thing to figure out. Well, I mean, I guess I you, would trust you, to do it, you slide Jamaica to the five off yeah. the bench, and that's cool. But, but that's half the time. You know, like, that's the minutes distribution, you know, you're relying on. Zeus yeah, and absolutely. And, like, Montrez Harrell. And the defense, I mean, looks different. Trez just brings so much more to the bench that nobody else can bring right now. Like, it, sure. let's say we're out Lou. We're really Lou's biggest well, value is in the fourth quarter. Well, and Lou's a Lou's big, too. What's that? Lou's a Lou is huge. Like, I, it's yeah. almost on the same level as Trez. Uh, back to the game real quick. Speaking of Trez... So, Valentinus is playing. Their other center options are Brandon Clark and sometimes Triple J. So, like, we could see a pretty nice game of the post from the Clippers. Yeah. Like, rebounding seems like something we could dominate. Points in the paint. Doc's talked about it. He doesn't care if they come from 
Like, he would take 120 free throws or whatever. Do we think they trap at all? Do you think they trap? Because, like... <laughs> like, my question is, like, do they even have the personnel to try to but pull off? But the Pels tried to do it. Yeah. And it did yeah. not work. Yeah. I mean, they tried to trap Kawhi, and we literally watched him dribble through it. Yeah. So, like, but, so teams obviously are like, I think that's just how they think the best way to beat us is. Yeah. Which it, I mean... It seems like I guess it is. If you're if you're good at it, do we think they try it? I hope they do. Yes. Yeah. Game goes I, quick yeah. If they at do. some point, like if, like that's kind of the blueprint. I definitely think they'll try to trap. What are, real quick? What are your predictions for this game? Right. Um, I feel like we're so gassed up. It's almost a trap game. But yeah, I mean, I would say they're. What, third worst defense in the NBA? I don't know. Like, it's something similar to tonight, honestly. We hold them to just under 100, and we put up 120. Like, that's, I would, like, 99 to 120. Wow, I was going to say, I was going to say 117.98, something like throw that. Throw the Mavs. So, this, the Clippers team is so good that the red hot Mavs are just, are the same as the Grizzlies. That's nice. I'm saying On the nice second thing. night of a back-to-back? Yes. Oh, there you go. Okay. That's fair. Yeah, I'm taking Clippers, I think, like, yeah, 125, like 108. Oh. I think it's kind of They do put a, up over 100. I think it's kind of, Is that yeah. coming from fatigue, the 108? It's, it's late. You know, it's like they got, a, they got, like, 97 points with, like, a minute and a half left. And then it's like, oh, whoa, oh, a couple of threes. Now, now with Kyle Anderson and, and John Morant being questionable, if that changes to out, does that absolutely change that line for you? Then it's 125, uh, 64. <laughs> 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 uh, coming up after this, we're going to be talking the Clipper Nation Twitter poll. I want you to say Wednesday. All right, so... Charles, you tossed this one out earlier. Threw the, threw the Clippers Twitter poll out there. I asked... If you ever want to vote on this, check out Locked On Clips. If you don't have Twitter, eh, I'll get I, one just I don't for know that. To tell you. Send us an email. Yeah, yeah. What current top four Western Conference team do you think poses the biggest threat to the Clippers in this postseason? As of right now, the options were the Lakers, the Nuggets, and the Mavs. Sixty-six percent said the Lakers. Twenty-one percent said the Nuggets. Thirteen percent said the Mavs. A lot of people also commented. We would be the only things getting in our way in the playoffs. Hi-yo. Because we are the best team. Uh, I mean, can't we firmly eliminate two from the poll after? We could firmly eliminate the Mavs. <laughs> yeah, are you trying to eliminate the Nuggets off of that? I don't know if I can no. eliminate the Nuggets off of that. I was eliminating the Lakers. Really? really? <laughs> I mean, we've already beat them. What do you want from Damn, me? Damn, I don't know about that. Yeah, I. I can eliminate the Mavs a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, smoking I'm saying deep in the season, that Nuggets depth, it just really might come out and spring on you. The Nuggets have Jokic, and like, we've seen. He's got a. Zoo's not playing a ton of minutes, and Montrez Harrell has been great, but do we have an answer for Jokic when it matters? Like, he's, he's obviously kind of taken the first. I don't know. He took the first couple of weeks of the season off. We saw him just look like he didn't want to be out there, but Bears take yeah, big Bears take a while to wake up. Takes a couple of <laughs> takes a couple of weeks to come out. Is, of that, is that a five that Mo can can guard? No, Jokic is a man. big boy. He's, He's a huge. Thick. Dude. That, I mean, Two C's that's fair. Thick. He's just like he. 
I don't know. Moso athletic, which I do like, but I agree. I mean, Jokic is Jokic would just go low offensively. Just, yeah, yeah Jokic would be like, okay, I'm gonna sit in the paint real quick. Yeah. And, and not only that, but his his shooting abilities too. Like, who's who's gonna? Does Zoo run out to that three point line fast enough? And does Montrez Harrell get enough lift to be able to change that shot when he's taking it? No. <laughs> That's a, Denver scares me for that reason alone, yeah. is what Jokic can do to our front court. Would yeah, you put, yeah, Denver to me is the scariest team out of these three. Does another team scare you more? The Lakers do, I think. Okay. Because, A, the home court situation, we're screwed. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't think that matters to this team. I have to be honest. I don't honest, think it does like, either, but it doesn't make it The identity of this easier. team to me is not predicated on like a, a home base or like being in a comfortable environment. No, that's fair, but it doesn't make it easier. I, I just It doesn't like, make it easier for sure, but I don't know that it's that big Seven game series, which I assume it would go. If status quo right now is yeah. what we're talking also, yeah. obviously like I do think there's going to be some minutes concerns for that team. Um... But right now, like, that's a tough seven-game series when every single game is possibly more so leading for the other team. Yeah. It is. I would put us number two as the thing getting in our way pretty close to the Lakers. Yeah. Because we have what it takes absolutely to beat them in a seven-game series. So what is it on the Lakers? Because I'm with you. I think the Lakers are really good. Is it AD? Because... I don't have the stats in front of me, but I remember seeing somebody put them up that AD actually doesn't play that well against the Clippers. Like, over the last couple years... He doesn't. Zoo and Trez guard him effectively. Yeah, and so... we Okay, so maybe LeBron... They just have that other Just guy. pulls them through it? That, yeah, like, their, if their chemistry is where it's at right now in the playoffs, definitely. Okay. Because their chemistry is crazy high, but they have injury things. Like, even right now, like... Uh, Bradley has that hairline fracture. Like, Rondo's already been out. Lakers worry me a little bit less than Nuggets just because I think that... I love the Lakers hate, but... <laughs> no, no, they're I, really good. They're, re- and like, they're really, yeah. really good. I guess just the pace and, like, yeah... I, I think I've probably a little bit seen this, like, through jaded glasses or whatever, but I do worry about what the availability of that team looks like. Their guards are later. old. Their guards are, yeah. and our guards aren't exactly spring chickens, but their guards are slow. And we're not, like, pushing the pace, but I, I feel like when this offensive we clicking, it does teams. have the ability to, to, to do that in a way that I think that they will struggle with in transition. Well, and a peak, peak defensive Paul George gets that team in transition a lot more. Right? For sure. With his deflections, his steals, the, I mean... That off the backboard assists, and like you know what I mean. Like I like obviously yeah. I'm not looking to see that in every game, but like that just shows that this team can push the pace out in transition. That I don't see a lot of teams keeping up with defensively, um, and with a team going into the playoffs, they're gonna be locked in on that. And we talked about foul trouble with some of our best defenders, and that whistle goes away in the playoffs. Yeah. You get to play a lot more like Patrick. But we're Beverly. also playing LeBron who gets like that that fair. I think offsets he, it. Yeah. Fair. And we also have Lou Williams. Who gets he hasn't been getting wrestling. like shooting fouls though, so they might make up for it in the playoffs. We all know how the NBA works. <laughs> now <laughs> if if the Lakers end up getting Andre Iguodala, I find them a lot scarier. I do too. I just don't know what they trade for it. Because they have to trade for it. So they're trading something that they obviously already rely on pretty heavily, because they kind of have to rely on a lot of those veteran bench guys. 
Well, according to Twitter, Alex Caruso is running LA now, so there's no way they trade him. <laughs> He's a Max player over there, you know. Uh, <laughs> I keep him over Kuzma, but I don't know. This isn't a like one hundred percent. I keep him over Kuzma, but no, I I just don't. I don't see him getting Iguodala. I don't see anyone getting Iguodala. It just seems like an impasse, like or some team where it doesn't truly affect the Clippers. I guess the Lakers well, would be the worst is, to get it. What if he goes east? Then that's great for yeah. us. Yeah. Then it's like, fine, go east. Couldn't the league, though, also spice things up? And this is like maybe a little bit <laughs> conspiracy cap, but couldn't the league just be like, hey, we'll offer you an injured, like like an injured player exception. Here's the $12 million. You release Iguodala. Done. The board of governors would go crazy yeah, they would <laughs> like, if that happened. Because that's doing that would basically be handing him over to the Lakers and I don't see 29 owners being okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> There'd be a basketball reason situation. Yeah. Um, the one team that isn't on that poll. Yeah, so I only did, this was the issue. I only did the top four because I also, I want people to contribute to these. I'm always like, if you have anything else, put it in the comments. Yeah. No one ever does. Would love it if you guys do. Uh, what? Yeah, there was a bunch of other teams on here. I mean, they haven't figured it out offensively yet. But the Jazz scares me because of their that was defense. A couple yeah. Go, they've got Gobert, who's a really good big, best defensive big maybe in the game. And I don't know what it is, but Mike Conley loves to cook the Clippers. He did already this year, yeah. He's done it every <laughs> year. He loves... His best shooting games always come out against the Clippers. He, he becomes unstoppable at least a couple games every year against the Clippers. And that's probably a team we see in the first round. Right. Yeah, given lean, how everything kind of is going right now, right? leaning into the season, this was definitely that would definitely be my most dangerous pick. And yeah. Joe Ingles loves to loves yeah, to play hard, yeah, which like, I get. <laughs> I, it's a classic yeah. revenge game. You know, almost every game is a revenge game. Yeah. Um, now the Jazz is a good one, and I do think that they'll figure it out. I guess I just haven't seen enough yet to to really put them in the echelon of the other. Any concern about teams? the Rockets? Or are they regular season um, fancies? History wants to say yes. With with what we've seen Harden do in the playoffs. Um, but if we run the same defensive scheme in a seven-game series against them, I'm not worried about them. I'm okay with Westbrook taking that shot. Oh, every yeah. Everyone time. loved that. I want a picture of that. Because there were three <laughs> Clippers around him. And, like, seeing it from the top, because we were sitting in the press box, like, seeing it from the top, it was so funny, because it was just like, oh, my God. Like, it's like you're watching a car wreck. Yeah. Because you're just like, we know exactly what's going to happen right now. Well, and That car didn't stop. (laughs) To get Patrick Beverly and Russell Westbrook against each other in a seven-game series would be insanely fun to watch. I mean, him mocking Westbrook from the bench. They do not like each other. Westbrook, the camera went to his face, and he legitimately looked like his feelings were hurt. Like he, I, I saw pain in his yeah. eyes and that like, it's real. It's, it's, it's real. real. Um, but I'm just, I'm not really that worried about him. The Rockets. I mean, unless they add something else or we see a different version of postseason Harden, I just don't think they have an answer to what we have. And and our versatility. Yeah. Our versatility on what they can throw out at us. And, like, the rotations get a lot shorter, so we're not going to see a ton of minutes from 
you know, end of the bench guys. You're going to see Paul George and Kawhi playing heavier minutes, and that's a tough thing to go against in the playoffs. Yeah, agreed. Got to uh, wrap it up. Yeah. Uh, Real quick, I, I, we have so there's the game. We got the Grizzly game. We all think we're going to win. We're not. We're not doing an episode until Monday. Hope everyone has a great Thanksgiving. We're taking Friday off. Real quick, we play the Spurs on Friday. What happens? Win or loss? Dub. Right. I would take a win on that. Take a win. I'm going to say win as well. Sunday gets the Wizards at home. Win or loss? <sighs> that feels more trap game than tomorrow oh! I, I have to agree. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm still leaning towards Dub, but uh, that one does worry me a little bit They've more. They've got the number one offense in the league, right? They do. They also have the 29th ranked defense. I have, I'm taking a <laughs> win. I think we get to nine in a row. Uh, again, no episode Thursday or Friday. Uh, got a big family vacay going to Vegas. Yeah. Never been. Going to bet while I'm eating If you're in turkey. Vegas, you know, holler at your dudes. Come say what's up. Uh, we'll be back Monday with a recap of the hopeful victory over the Wizards. Brian, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you, guys. Where can they find you? Um, at Brian S. Cullen on Twitter. Uh, you can find anything I'm writing for Clipperholics. Uh, follow Clipperholics if you don't. Uh, yeah. Yeah, thanks for coming on. We'll have you on again at some point. Appreciate it. If, if you would. Uh, I have been positive, Chuck Lockler. And I'm leaving the opinion of Tyke. Appreciate you. <laughs>